At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. You know, there are days that are quiet. There are days with not a lot of news. No more days that are the exact opposite of that. Today is one of those days. We got a lot going on this morning. Uh, we're going to talk Virgin Galactic. You know it. Richard Branson going to space sooner than Bezos. We're going to talk about DD. What a rug pull on this DD IPO. Oh my gosh. We're going to talk about that. We, of course, have the jobs number at 8 30. So, a lot to get to on today's show. Two guests on the docket. First up at 8 35, we'll be joined by Marcus Heitkotter, as we are every Friday. He's the founder of Rockwell Training. And at 9, we've got a new guest, uh, Benzinga's newest contributing writer, Sam Corey, will help us break down the Benz- the, the, the jobs number at 8 30. Uh, before I throw it to Joel, a couple of quick housekeeping items. First, drop us a like if you could. We'd appreciate that. Second thing, if you want to. Uh, Comment in chat. Just go ahead and subscribe to Benzinga on YouTube, and then you'll be able to comment in the chat. And my third thing, I'm forgetting what it was. Oh, that's right. Uh, today's show, well, weird that I forgot that. Today's show is sponsored by Rockwell Trading. To learn more, go to rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. Let's throw it to Joel now. Joel, good morning. How are we doing? What's up? Same old story. Uh, strong close, held the close at uh, 1075, and uh, we're trading up five and three quarters handles. No resistance because there is no resistance. We're going to take that word out of the technical analysis books. Uh, crude after a big day yesterday, uh, giving back 42 cents here at uh, 74.82. New high of high close for the move. Where was that? Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on. 74 oh 75 23 so if you get back up there that uh was the close from yesterday uh gold uh undercut and rally we talked about it up nine bucks 17.85.80 silver in the green by 18 cents at 26.28 bitcoin just hanging out around 33k uh down 70 bucks 32.960 and uh 58 58 and a quarter is how much ethereum's down it said 20, 50, 75, and those charts are looking okay. But uh, today's lesson, 
is going to be if you're an after hours trader. That trades headlines. You don't take lunch. You don't take dinner. You don't leave until eight o'clock. I made That's our a, lesson. I made a very expensive, expensive sandwich last night. My wife was, and, and no, it just works out this way. Often my wife does make me dinner, um, you know, because I trade the after hours and I'm busy. And usually we eat around five or five thirty. But um, anyways, she was, uh, she had taken the kids swimming, and I, I hadn't, you know, just out at the beach, and I hadn't eaten yet, so. About six, about at actually exactly at six fourteen, I decide I'm kind of hungry. I'm gonna go up and make myself a sandwich. So I leave my desk for literally four minutes. I come back down, and my filters are lighting up space. And I'm like, what "The hell happened?" And I look at space, and it's up three bucks. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" I go back to the clock, and I'm looking. I was like, six fifteen. Look at your Benzinga Pro. 615 bring it up mr israel bring it up yep i take my dinner break literally right before it was a before you were trying to write it on the chart it was before the move even started but you can bring out space from last night 615 virgin galactic announces first fully crewed space flight that's gonna be a bullish headline anyways i trade headlines if i would have saw that headline i definitely would have bought myself some space but i decide not to come back down until 619 literally four minutes after obviously the headline broke and the stock was already trading at $46. So we go back to look at the clock and this is a good uh, conversation here too, because the first thing you said, all oh, the algorithms would have been all over that. And I hadn't looked at the tape, but I was like, I highly doubt the algorithms are all over that because think about how do you write that? How do you code that? How do you code for Branson going to the moon or into the, you know, the moon being, how do you, how do you code that? Usually when you're doing algorithmic trading, I've done algorithmic trading for 15 years. I'm not a coder, but I can manipulate code, but I've hired coders. I've had four coders working for me. Um, I've done a lot you of algorithmic trading over coders. my years. How do you engineer the code to cover a headline like that? You write, not, you write, I'll ask you. you you write, write the chat. You write a string that says, if... Uh, read a press release, Branson going to space. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wrote no. the last 15 years, it finally paid off. Yeah. So you spent 100 grand writing that code, and it finally Wait. pays off today, last night. I just want it's to clarify something. Thing to code. Wait, Does I, it work before? It's worked before, though. This is not the first time that it worked. I'm going to tell you, you can bring up the tape. Out of all the people in this world, how many people are in this world? A uh, couple, couple tri- uh, trillion. I have no idea. Oh, how many people are in the world total? The population. Of- What's the population of? Go ask Siri. Population. population Seven point six billion. I just. Googled. What is it now? Seven point six billion. Seven point six billion people. Yeah. Out of seven point six billion people, how many do you think executed their orders to buy space milliseconds after that headline broke? Good. I'm asking, how many people? Can we look? Probably, probably no one. Zero. Do you know when the first trade occurred after that headline? Tell us. Eight seconds. That's it took eight seconds. I know. That it's means eternity. there is zero people in the whole world that have that coded. Why? Because it's hard. How would you code that? How would you code a random headline like that? You can't. That's why there's still a place for human beings still to trade and that we haven't been driven out of jobs from algorithms. There's no way to code that. There, you could say, oh, yeah, you could code Branson, but when were you going to execute? You finally got an execution on that? You're going to code every single stock, you know, 6,000 stocks for random single events on each individual stock? 
when you're coding, you know, you're looking for keywords like guidance, earnings. You know, if you're doing a news reading, you're looking for, you know, positive headline, positive drug trial. You know, you could be looking for the negative headlines too to get short, upgrade, downgrade. That stuff's easy to code. Branson going to space? No, nobody coded. So everybody who's giving me an answer, well, if you would have had that answer yesterday, yeah, well, actually, uh, Millie Mo does have a good point. Uh, it the modern day algos are right there. It's all machine learning. It's all AI. So you know, it learns from previous examples. So Joel's point, or whoever made the point that I think was someone in the chat that this this wasn't even like like that new of a headline. The, the actual headline we're referring to last night was that Richard Branson's going to space when July eleventh. That's the date. It's nine days before Bezos is supposed to go on his adventure. So that was the headline from last night, right? The timing, July 11th. Wow. We have a date. That's that's the reason for the move. Um, and it's a big move. And it was it was a no-brainer headline if you're reading as a human being. Oh, you yeah. like, buy stock. But I'm three minutes away because I decided to eat my sandwich at that time. But even if I would have came down like a minute sooner or ate my sandwich a minute later, it would have been great. Went up to make it, but... You know, you're looking 44. Well, that's still pretty good. 45 still pretty good. 46. I come down to 46. It's like, okay, well, hindsight capital is 2020. It's 53. Uh, Why yeah, do you buy know. it? I mean, Branson, you knew eventually he's going to fly to space. You know, okay. So anyways, I'm just trying to show you that algorithms don't just dominate everything. They had no, there was no algorithmic trader that bought that last night, at least according uh, to uh, point, point well made. Uh, I think also it's just like people, the, the reason it was so thick is because so many people got stuffed this week. And I'm sure there were like, oh, you know, if this gets to 50, I'm out. You know what I mean? So people probably layered some pretty good offers out there, not thinking that they were going to get hit because some some big volume came in there. And you got all the way to 59.33. Now, if I was trading, I would have been stone cold out. At, oh yeah, me at too. I wouldn't have made. This yeah, much there's on this no trade. way. If I bought a 44, if I was lucky enough to come in and quickly process the headline and probably buy at 44, because you could have bought that about 30 seconds later, um, I'd probably been selling 46 and 47 because I wasn't willing to buy 46. So I probably would have definitely been selling 46. <laughs> and people have been like, and I've been like, you can trade two, three bucks, but 53. So what do you do this morning? I'll throw it to you, Joel. Um, you can use your pre-market analysis. Yeah. And where the stock, how high has it been, first of all? How high did the stock uh, get? It got through that double top by a little bit. So what's the, uh, what's the high? 59.33. It almost went to $60. Yeah. Yeah. That person is, I think, going to lose money. Um, <laughs> I think it's safe to say they're already down significantly. I think they're going to lose a lot more money. So this is a headline. This is great news. It's good news. But, I mean... You're, you've got a company that is planning on sending people to space. It's not out of the realm of thought that maybe we're going to start by sending the person who owns the company up to space. It's not like groundbreaking information. It's just like, okay, well, we're getting going. So this is a very similar headline to the headline that we got when we gapped up from $42. So we have precedence now. So it's a very similar headline to um, June 24th, the night of June 24th, or was it June 25th, Spencer? Oh, good when you had the pr- approvals, the approvals. Yeah, the FAA approval. It was June 20. Scroll down my bending. Maybe the fourth. Oh, 24th. It was the morning. Yeah. Of the, the morning. So wait. the next day you get the huge pop. We're getting the exact same move. We have precedence yeah. here. That move did not hold. It held for a day. And it Excellent actually point. Higher. Excellent point. 
Yeah, we have precedence here. Um, I don't know if it's going to get back. I don't think it's going back to 59. That morning when it was 49, I was like, I'd be selling the the pop. It went to 57. So I sold, I would have I would have been selling way too soon. Um, but if it did come back in three four days later, I think I think when we look at this three four days later, it's going to give it back. Um, so I'll give if a I couple, was in this, I think it's a gift. I'll, I'll give a couple like these are just scenario analysis. Um, how do you know uh, Bezos is going? Screw that, man. Could you uh, can you get it going so we can go a day ahead? I mean, I'm not. What's si- Bezos' stock, Mitch? Not, not public. It's not public. Not public. No, I think it is. No, I think it's not, Mitch. With Astria. Astria is, is, is going to be one that could move. The no. ASTR could move on it today. Not Bezos. Is that Bezos but... involved in that one? No, no. His, his company is Blue Origin. Yeah. yeah okay. So but this one what's that, could what's move the on today. Story? So you're talking about a, a similar, similar space uh, rocket kind of stock. Um, I do think this one can move today. Also, ASTS has also been moving. This is causing the whole space industry to kind of move. So keep your eyes on different space stocks today. It could be that space goes down, but other ones get a lift. Yeah, well, that's just it. You know, sometimes you get that gap closing where you had this crazy pop. It was up at 40% at one time, SPC. It's come off the high significantly already, only up 23%. Um, but yeah, great point here. So ASTR is a sympathy play. We know you've given us Maxr before Maxr, but that's reaching, I think, isn't it? In this case, yeah, yeah. I, this is this is pretty new specific, pretty company specific. Yeah, this is pretty what I would specific. do if I was trading this, and you know, Please no position. Um, I would I would just do a reset here, and I look at it, and I'd say, okay, there, there's a double top. All right, first of all, pre market high fifty nine thirty three. The longer it takes to take that out the more you're going to be trading on the downside, but that's too far away. So I'll go to the high close of the move right now. And I I will focus on that. And I'll say, you know, 5591 would be a pretty good out. And that was a high close of the move. The other was 5484. So that's what I, if it starts to roll North, I want to, I'd be out there. I'd be out there, you know, trying to sell. The longer it takes to get to any of those levels, if you start leaking down to 52, 51, and it doesn't, you know, get that boost up towards those levels, then I really think it'd be rolling over. Plus, all the people that got stuck this week, they're like, hallelujah. I bought this thing at 50. It went to 43. I you know, what are your weekly option traders? Oh, my 45s are worthless. My 46s are worthless. So, man, there's going to be no more uh, value in those things than on that opening print. And it can even move up a buck or two higher than where you sold it. But if it's at the end of the day, those options are going to be crazy. Selling so, sellers out there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, I agree. Uh, yeah, so we'll yeah, take I think look. it's a pop to sell. We love selling rips. I don't think you get better rips than this. I don't know where the top is. You know, Hell maybe knows. maybe it retests the you know, for all we know, maybe it retests the pre market high, which is way up at one fifty nine. But I think this is a gift. So okay. I think it's an I think it's a headline that was going to be coming and everybody got really excited for it. It's no doubt a positive headline, but is it make the company thirty percent more valuable? Not in my opinion. Question. All right, we got another good story or another interesting piece of news, Spencer, on uh, Didi. Yeah, this was unbelievable. So uh, headline breaks this morning that the uh, Chinese government has launched a cybersecurity review on Didi. <laughs> And while the review is in progress, the company is halting new user registration. Halting new users. Two days after the IPO. 
I'm going to go out on a limb <laughs> and say this wasn't a coincidence. The timing of this, I'm going to say, was not a coincidence. You think? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think they waited for the IPO just to say, well, everybody who got an allocation here, uh, there you go. So um, obviously not good news here for the company. It tanked right on this headline. If we went and looked at the tape on this one, I would imagine you will see algorithmic action on a headline like this because unlike the space, which was very company-specific, China investigation, somebody's probably coded that because that covers more than one stock. So back to the algorithmic talk. When you have one specific company specific to an event, it's, 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 an expense, it's expensive to code. It's time-consuming, probably not coded. When you have like Chinese investigation, well, that happens more than once a year. That happens multiple times a year. So I would imagine if we look at the tape on DD, that probably did start getting hit. All right, let's go to the tape. I went to the one minute on DD. Spencer, when was the headline? Oh, God. Uh, we, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're taking it in the algorithmic world here, folks. I know. Only get this we're on pre-market prep. some people out here, but this is the we'll way the We only get this works. on pre-market prep, but um, I would uh, think. I want to say it was around 7.30 this morning, but I don't know. Oh, well, look at the one-minute chart. <laughs> They'll be all over this one, Joel. There'll be no doubter on this one. You see the one Hammer minute? time. Yep, yep. I would say maybe the exact release was at 7.29. That's you what see, you, you see a little bit of movement at 7.29? Yeah, this is uh, this is 7.29. The 7.29 tape? 7.30, 7.31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 30, 36. So you had five, you know. Five minutes. This one, I don't know, Dennis. That's five minutes right now. On the initial hit, though, right? I think, I this think is it. Hit I saw it get hit pretty fast. Okay. So okay, I'm, I'm too lazy to go bring up the actual. Um, I, I PC, got it. No, I mean there tape, it is. Yeah. It was trading you, at seven. Yeah, yeah, that's a one minute chart there. The algorithmic traders get it. This is the same thing when you have news. You have the initial boom. The algorithmic traders get it. Not on space, but you know, on most stocks that have headlines that are easily programmed. You get the algorithmic trader, boom. If it's good, boom. If it's bad. And then you have the human beings that are, you know, ding, ding, ding. Later, Johnny come lays, head, 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 head. So that's probably what you see. Initial spike down. And then algorithmic, and then the algorithmic traders who are shorting the stock on the headline are in. And then you have the Johnny come lately human beings that are hit, 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 hit. And they've taken it all the way down, obviously, significantly now to 15. You know, okay, first stopping point, Joel. I guess the low, all-time <laughs> low, 14.10 from two days ago. Let's I see what it does you, there. I mean, what else is there? Also, if you're buying, if you're buying a 15.03, uh, I think it. I how think do you it buy it all? 14.10. You're how right you in the middle. Unless you think yesterday's low is going to hold. Maybe they think yesterday's no. low of 15 is going to hold. That's what they're trying to think. Look how you know, long this Baba thing is dragged out before yeah, they got arrested. Yeah. I mean, if you think this is turning around uh, quickly, uh, you know, you may be a mistake. And you know what also sometimes what probably stabs the fall on these things is, uh, you know, uninformed traders that don't see the news and oh, they're yeah. just uh-huh. trading technically and like, oh, I got on, I got on this thing at 15 or I got yeah. on this at 15, 15. They're like, what? And then they check the headlines. So um, there are people out there like, oh that, yeah, you know, there's people that don't form. read news at all. I like the combo action. Look at the headlines. Okay. It's bad news. Then we look at the chart to see where the next level of support is, as opposed to just ignore the headline altogether. And I'll just look at support resistance. I mean, you could say that it's falling, but, you know, when you see initial headline like space, I mean, okay, just think, you know, technicals on space. 
oh yeah, okay, well maybe we're gonna you know look at yesterday's low and, and did put a little double bottom in there, so the technicals do line up. But I mean, if you're just trading purely on technicals, there's a lot, lots of money to be made on that headline last night too. So I like the combo. I use the headlines. I look at the headlines. You know, sometimes it gives you an opinion. Sometimes it's an easy opinion. You know, stock upgraded, probably going up. Stock has bad earnings, probably going down. You know, not always the case. You know, guidance, stock lowers yeah. guidance, probably going down. Stock, you know, launches CEO into space, going up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, in DD's case, China investigation, probably Wait, going down. I, yeah, how soon we forget the crux of the downgrade from was it Bank America? I don't remember anymore. The, oh. the, the crux of the downgrade. Wait, let me just confirm who it was. It was on. Uh, I think on, you're right. It was a double downgrade. It, it was B of A. Okay, yeah. So the crux of the downgrade from two days ago was that uh, companies like this are highly uh, sensitive to headlines. Stocks like this are highly sensitive to headlines. If, God forbid, something terrible happens. Then you know. Oh no! I don't right? even. Yeah. So and that was that was I think well that, that was one of the cruxes of, of the note was like this is a sensitive this is a headline sensitive stock mm-hmm. and we're talking about like space flights launches which are high risk to begin with right so just remember that just remember that is all I'm saying all right um eight twenty one here we've covered. Two stocks on today's show, but they are exciting stocks. They were exciting stocks. Though. Exciting space and DD. The DD thing just makes me shake my head. Is on, on, on you, wow. you almost you almost can't believe it, but of course you can. Of course, you yeah. Can. So I mean, if if that was coming, you know, anywhere from anywhere but China, I would say, oh, the timing is a coincidence. But I don't think the timing was a coincidence. They waited for that thing to have its big IPO, and then they said, now we're going to hit it, punish yeah. the maximum amount of participants. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, what else? I mean, speaking of IPOs, I don't know if Dennis, if you, I, I mean, I know you, you didn't trade donut yesterday, um, but how did you do your Chinese two dozen donuts, Spencer? How did it go? Yeah, no, I, I, well, I said, if I did it, I would, I would die. So, oh, so then you, you weighed those, you know, okay. I'd be really cool for a few minutes, but then I'm dead. So yeah, should I no. eat the dozen donuts or not eat the dozen donuts? <laughs> I was hoping you'd choose not to eat the dozen donuts. Cause I didn't want you dead. Didn't need the um, so, I, uh, so it sounds like you made the right choice. I had one and a half throughout the day and oh lightweight it was it looked exciting in the pick you sent though i was like wow like don't if you would have did it then i would have had to have done it so i'm glad you didn't do it (laughs) we're gonna do a donut eating contest dnut what's up i don't know well it's down this morning yeah Um, it's down 90 cents i I, I actually saw a pretty good piece of uh of research on reddit uh basically saying do not buy this stock do not buy this stock do not buy this stock is is what was the crux of the uh the the post there and actually it was was pretty well done i thought so hats to 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 that person i think it was on wall street bets i saw it but uh yeah i mean the valuation of this thing uh, do you really think that the valuation has quadrupled in, in, in or whatever in, in, in five years? Uh, uh, or double. Wow. That's what they're like, saying. But oh, we're in man. the crazy market. And yeah. if Reddit all wow. of a sudden decides that they like donuts, uh, I would be scared to short it. So we'll see. I don't know if Reddit was talking about this one yesterday, but somebody said, some, just somebody had mentioned that over. It was a stock mentioned on Reddit quite a bit. 
Yeah, Reddit but likes donuts not, all the way off because, you know, Reddit apparently right. likes popcorn at the AMC movie theaters, and um, <laughs> we saw what that stock did in GameStop. So, no, no, just, just, I'm, I'm not touching donuts. Just because you get mentioned on Reddit doesn't mean Reddit loves you. I don't, I don't it think was that. one of the higher, like, they rank them though, right? And I think yeah. like, Wish stock was number one or something yesterday, and then there was, but donut was on the list. Yeah, donut was on God. the list. I look at this list. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how people get these rankings. Like I said, I went to Reddit. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just going to read the random headlines there. There's a bazillion stocks that are mentioned all the time. So, you know, I don't know. You know, obviously, I haven't figured out the masters of Reddit trading here yet on which one is going to actually get, you know, some love here from actual traders because it seems like everybody's just out there trying to promote their stock. So 90% of them don't go anywhere. So how do you find that diamond in the rough? I don't know. But when Donut hits the list of one of the more mentioned stocks, I'm like, I won't short that. Well, just because it's being mentioned doesn't mean it's being mentioned in a positive light. I'll say that. Do we got anything on uh, OTRK? Uh, we're getting asked about that. It's I don't see it down 10%. Do I? OTRK? Um, no, see anything. no, there's no news on this. Oh. No it's, news? Hasn't even made a, hasn't even made a trade. It's it hasn't even made a trade. It was no, down before. Trade. I don't know anything about this stock. Neither do I. Neither okay. do I. Next. 32, oh, couple lows tangent. at 32. Couple loads at thirty-two. That's all I got there. Okay. Little, right. little quick ticker time there he gave you. Uh, yeah. We, Whoever wanted that. Yeah, like forty-seven get, times. Did we ever get those Tesla deliveries in, in June? We, we no. We had Neo and Xpong yesterday. Ooh. Uh, Chad, help me out because I haven't seen it, and I'm looking, and I've been looking, and I don't think we ever got. We're waiting. It. No, we're waiting for Tesla. We haven't got it. Yeah, I know. Supposed today. to do it yesterday. Ford and Tesla are coming today. Oh, okay. We haven't seen Ford. We haven't seen Tesla. We saw GM numbers. We saw Toyota numbers. I think we saw Honda. We saw XPV. Yeah. We saw Neo. We have not seen Tesla unless they've crossed here in the last twenty minutes since we've been doing the show. Because I'm not watching the headlines. I'm doing a radio show. Um, Tesla and Ford are still to come. Yeah, uh, Tesla. The word what we're looking for is around two hundred thousand uh, deliveries last quarter. Somewhere in that. Somewhere in that ballpark uh speaking of estimates we do have a jobs number in four minutes uh probably be watching for uh wage growth is going to be the big thing that i'm looking out for but uh estimates are non-farm payrolls 700,000 jobs added last month uh that's the estimate 559 were added uh the prior month unemployment rate expected to drop uh from 5.8 percent to 5.7 percent and I said I'm watching wage growth. The average hourly earnings expected to increase uh, 0.4% uh, month over month and 3.7% year over year. Um, those are our estimates. We'll find out in four minutes what comes of that. Things that are programmed and algorithmic programmed and not. Yeah. Uh, this jobs number data obviously is. This is something that happens every single month. Their algorithmic traders are all over this. So lots of algorithmic trading talk today. So I've had multiple people reaching out just in the last 20 minutes saying they like this talk, you know, about a little bit of the algorithmic stuff. So this is a headline. You know, if you think you're going to program something in to trade the jobs number, this has been done again and again and again. You're competing against some of the best traders in the world. Something that repeats itself, like an event that happens again and again and again, the algorithmic traders are pretty much all over that means human being you're going to be second to the party now algorithms can be wrong we know that too you know they can be on the wrong side they of can it. overshoot and you see these whipsaw actions algorithms sell it's like oh 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 no they've interpreted it wrong the devil was in the details should have actually read that one and then it's a buying opportunity but um what i like to watch um is the tlt response 
So instead yep. of watching the S&P futures response, sometimes it's better, a more, a, a more valuable exercise, at least to my trading, to watch the TLT. TLT gets spanked. You know that's going to be good for the banks and bad for the queues. So keep an eye because that gives you a little bit more. When SPY goes, you have some, you have separation, right? On jobs number, you know, you might see some stocks going higher, some stocks going lower on it. It's not necessarily going to hit all the market. But the TLT will show you a little bit more of the separation because we know the queues have been positively linked to TLT lately. We know the banks are always negatively correlated with the TLT. Gives you a feel, and that's the rotation. So TLT is actually a little bit better to watch sometimes right, on these numbers. Uh, Easy Mike also watches the the UUP, which is the the dollar and dollar dollar ETF. It doesn't move much though, is the problem. The UUP is just not a big mover. Yeah, like a nickel or a dime moving on that is a big move. So um, it's it's a little bit harder. But there's definitely the correlation there too. So it's a good point. You know, the US dollar has been coming up here lately. Um, So I mean, you know, there there is a great point there too. Okay, all right. Let's get the the technical setup here. 18 and a quarter. Wait, uh, that, Joel, can you bring up, can you get whatever this is on the screen? OT. Oh, yeah, get rid of that OT. thing. Oh, yeah, we don't. Oh, and, and let's thank, thank you, Spencer. And um, we'll go to the one minute. I'm not going to go to the tick chart, but nothing wrong with the one minute for these kind of situations. Uh, boom, come on, one minute. I wish I could just say have a command on that, you know, voice instead of having to click. Uh, but anyways, here's the technical setup. 18 and a quarter is your pre-market high, and that's the only high you ever have. There's a resistance. Uh, your all-time ho- closing high yesterday was at 1075, and the pre-market low just under that at 4308. So there you go. You take out the pre-market low. If you get a little panicness on the downside, you might see 4,300, maybe get a little bounce there. If they just love it and it's peaches and cream, they'll take out the 18 and a quarter. And next stopping point would be 24 and a quarter. And I can't tell you how I came up with that number. But here we go, folks. We go. Job report imminent. Spencer, give us it's the job report. It's out. Oh, it's crickets. Uh, here we go. It comes in so oh, yeah. we don't 850,000 jobs added in the last month. Again, the estimate was at 700,000. So a big, big beat on the jobs front. Big uh, beat. Big beat on the new jobs front. Again, 850,000 jobs added in June versus 700,000 estimate and a 559,000 figure in the prior month. So a huge beat. Uh, remember, the last two months had missed estimates. So a big beat on that front. Uh, where's my unemployment number here? Uh, 5.6, uh, 5.7. So. Yes, yeah, we're in the ballpark. 5.9, 5.9. Yep, there we go, 5.9. Okay, so remember the estimate there was 5.7%, and we're a little bit higher than that. A um, little bit of a miss, but uh, big beat on the non-farm payroll figure, though. Huge beat. Let me look. I'm looking for average hourly earnings. Oh, this all comes in so quick. We're wild. Oh, there you go. 3.6% year over year. So it, uh, more or less in line. A smidge, a smidge of a miss on, on that number. But uh, anyway, big beat on the unemployment, on the uh, uh, non farm payroll figure. Uh, private payroll is coming in higher as well. Um, so turnaround from the trend of the last two months in on payrolls, non farm and private, big beats. Uh, unemployment, slight miss. Uh, um, average hourly earnings, slight miss. No. D- as of now, no dip. 
No, I mean, yeah, maybe. No, didn't have a dip. We're up like it, four points. Yeah, and I mean, you couldn't. You know, I was, uh, I was trying to get the close in ten seventy five, and only got to twelve and a quarter. And then it, you made a new high. You made a new yeah. high twenty one fifty. I like it. I mean, it's just the trend. We're just grinding higher. Gold looks like they gold like got everything. hit a little bit. <laughs> they do. They like everything. <laughs> Gold, uh, gold peeled back a little bit. Now we caught the bid. Now we're we're just in no man's land. So it's going to be a big up open here, uh, twenty four and a quarter. I mentioned that that looks like it'll be there in about forty eight seconds. So uh, twenty four and a quarter, oh, just a potential level, nothing major. So that's what we got on the jobs report, Dennis. Did. I don't know. Was there enough shake and bake for you to do anything there? Not really. Uh, you know what? It chopped around. It went really wide. It went 40 cents wide on the spy, which means we're probably four points wide on the futures. And um, then we closed in. And we just had a slight, slightly grinding higher. I said, watch the TLT. The TLT did a hell of a lot of nothing. So spy went straight up. TLT just kind of... Banks did catch a bit, so which is interesting. The banks are catching a bit here. Um so, you know, that, that, that kind of is interesting just because TLT didn't move. Um, it's still holding on to the gains. Hey, it's facing the same spot. Can I interrupt you here? Tesla delivery yep. is out as well. Tesla, oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. Oh, news everywhere. News everywhere. Uh, yeah. Tesla Q2 deliveries, a little over 201,000. 201,250 is the number for deliveries in the second quarter, a little bit below the consensus estimate of 204,000. Uh, Q2 production at 206,000 uh, and uh, versus versus 82,000 a year ago. Well, we can't compare year over year. It's apples to, to fish, but um, a slight, slight miss on the Q2 deliveries for Tesla. Yeah, big buyer at six seventy five. Um, I just saw ten thousand shares. That's big for Tesla in the pre market. Um, so it actually bounced right off of that person's order. Um, I don't know. That's their first level of support. Maybe they're looking at the charts there, Joel. I don't know. If they're looking. Uh, there. yeah. There was that's your three day low at seventy five eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, but look, look I, well, I think this is very interesting here because you've had. You've had the the you know the nice rally and then the kind of a little bit of the stall here and then you've had you got a trading range so I don't want to put too many lines up here but six seventy five is the critical one they're going to yeah. try them again they're trying that order again here they're I, I think he gets done I think he gets done it'll go fast when it goes and then everybody will scramble because right now what you have is traders that lean on big orders so they're leaning there there's somebody just stepped up at twenty four hundred in front of that order. Um, it just ticked it a couple times again, the 675, but like I said, that 10,000 shares, 11,000 shares is a fairly sizable order. So they're trying to hold on there. If that 675 goes, you can see this thing at 675. I think it goes. I think it goes. Let's try see. 675, 22. Watch the 675. Gonna go. Oh, it's starting to nibble. Starting to nibble. Nibbling? It's a big order. It took some time. Ooh, is it it went slow trip? though. It went slow. See, did, did it get done? wasn't enough. So you had somebody jump the gun and hit them for five thousand. They're like, "Oh, maybe it's not gonna go." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was going. I thought I could make it go. It didn't go. Anyway, it's so going now. Oh, they're nibbling. But it's nibbling. It's, it's, it's going, going too now. Slow. It's turning. Damn, you had a lot of people short it there though. So they got them. Yeah, now yeah. they're buying at seventy four. They're like, "I got covered." Oh, seventy two. I knew that guy was gonna get done. I did. You get the last? The, did you go? I usually like taking a lot of it, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't trade it. In the pit? In the pit with something like that? Yeah, when how it to go gets in the down, Like the guy, you know, it'd be like a big order, big order. And then when it was almost the order, like 15 guys would go, balance, balance, you know? They all want that. Take, and then, and then the, oh, that it went too slow. 
So when yeah. it goes in one blow, then you have people caught, but it went so slow that anybody who was leaning on it got out, and then you had people who probably shorted it. So the speed of a big order like that can affect it too. So it's bouncing back a little bit because the people who shorted at 675 was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Three points wide. It's wow. just, it's just a fun, fun to watch this kind of trading All when right. you have a big order like that. All right, we got Marcus Heitkater lurking in the background. I'm going to bring him Marcus. on now from Rockwell Trading. I know he doesn't; he's not as interested in the jobs number as we are, but Marcus, here we are. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. How was your week? It's, oh, my gosh. It, it's one of the better weeks. Uh, I think nice. I, I don't know if it is the best week that I've had this year, but definitely it's good, good, good. Okay. What were you doing? What were you doing? Tell us the trades. Uh, so what, what happened is that last week I got assigned in a few positions and yep. this is always awesome. So as you know, I'm, I'm selling puts and then I might or might not get assigned. So last week I got assigned in four positions, uh, camping world, pen, um, AA Alcoa and something else. And, uh, then I can sell calls against it. And, uh, I, I sell calls more aggressively. So that's a covered call because I, I want to get called away again. It's part of the wheel strategy right where wheel goes round and round and uh, this is when uh, the fun really starts because uh, this is where you can easily make uh, two three thousand dollars on a covered call in a week and uh, that's what i did that's what i did so today looks like camping world gets called away um if i can share my charts here yeah <clears throat> just want to show you uh camping world i got assigned 2700 shares at uh, 3750 so the 3750 is somewhere right here. And then as you can see, it was rallying. So I sold the 39 call. And uh, I mean, right now we are up $41. Unless Camping World crashes and burns today below 39, I'm getting called away on this one. So this will be a little bit over $8,000, $8,500 trade on, on this one. Uh, Pen, very similar. Uh, Pen, actually, um, yeah, I have 1,300 shares. Let's bring up the charts here. Uh, so Pen, let me see. I got assigned at uh, 76. No, uh, I got assigned at 75, 75. So 1,300 shares, um, sold the 76. And I see we're lingering right around there, but pre-market, we're up 76, 70. So if you close above 76, uh, they're getting called away. I already sold calls last week, which was just so much fun. So this morning I would add on another $2,600 to this. And uh, Penn, uh, let's just bring this up. Um, dum, 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 dum. I think in Penn earlier I made $4,000 selling calls. Yeah, so this will be like a around a $7,000 trade here. So not bad at all. <clears throat> I, the, the only trade uh, that I did this week where I sold puts was on united airlines uh i think i did this on monday uh it was just great uh, because the strike price of 49 was available and see if you zoom out a little bit i believe that united airlines has some pretty good support here at 49 if they would have dipped below 49 by today <clears throat> i wouldn't have mind owning united airlines i i think they're strong and uh we just heard it a few uh days later that they bought uh what two 200 planes from Boeing and another 70 from Airbus. I mean, 270 planes, you, you don't buy 270 planes for shits and giggles, right? I, I mean, you, you buy it because you have a you have a plan here. And uh, so this is where uh, these puts will expire worthless. And uh, that will be another, oh, I don't know, that's a small trade. 
like 500 bucks, 550 bucks, something like this. Okay, so LVS is another one that I have. LVS, uh, I've been in this a little bit longer because I got assigned at 58. Uh, so they are trading down at 53. Pre-market a little bit earlier, they were up at uh, 53.80, 53.90. They seem to pull back right now. So I'm selling a few more calls here. Um, <clears throat> I've been selling calls on, on LVS uh, for the past few weeks. And uh, so I'm up already $5,300 in realized profits. The stock currently is down $8,000. But since I already have all this premium here, it's it's just uh, down like $3,000. And again, so you know, there's a $250,000 cash account, so $500,000 in buying power. So this year is what, like, uh, I don't know, one, two, 2%, less than 2%, maybe something like this. So that's not a big deal. But then, of course, we have right, 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 right. It was super quiet. Did again. you wear the shirt again today? No, you're not. No, not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today, not today. All right. Somebody very special gave that to me. So I'm keeping this very, very special. Anyhow, so, so right. Uh, Where is your cost basis now? Uh, it's $14.17. So oh, I, I made a little bit now. over $16,000 uh, selling yeah. all this premium. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but they're just hanging out there. I mean, no surprise. Why, why would they pop? I mean, we all know they are looking for somebody to give them money. They say that they talk to some people, but nothing else has been revealed. So, Yesterday, they were down a little bit. This morning, pre-market, they are up another percent. And I think they will be just lingering here uh, between 10 and 12, uh, probably between 9 and 12. I wouldn't be surprised if this gets pushed down again until finally somebody says, all right, here you go with some money. I mean, I, I thought it would be GM because uh, they announced, uh, when was it, a, a few couple of weeks ago, I believe, uh, they, they announced that one of the GM uh, previous executives let's just look it up really quick uh so they said okay so there's this the, this dude whitcomb uh from uh, i think it was previously at uh, at gm so i thought okay that's a strategic move they're putting one of theirs right there on the uh, uh in the operations as a global commercials operation so that they see what's going on and then they invest but yeah who knows so uh, that's pretty much what's going on. So I, I usually have uh, around five positions in my account. And as you can see, that's exactly what I have here right now, five positions. So uh, this far, thus far this week, I'm, uh, this, this year I'm up uh, to 106,000. Today with these two positions expiring, I'll add another 10,000, 11,000. That's 11,000, 11,500. So I'll be scratching uh, 117, 118,000 realized profits here soon. Anyhow, so that's not going on here. Yeah, and, you see, for me, I'm always keeping I'll ask you a question. I'll ask you yeah. a question. This is from Robert in the chat. Yeah. Can you explain how your cost basis and your break even and ride are different? Oh, okay. So the cost basis, uh, let's just go back to ride. Yeah. The cost basis is what I bought the shares for. Right. And, and the break even is when I'm subtracting all the premium that I've received thus far. So um, if right goes up back to 1579, I make zero money on the stocks. I also lose zero money on the stocks. And that means that I can keep the whole premium that I collected, the $16,000. So on this trade, I would make $16,000. Now, if it goes up to 1417. In this case, 
I lose exactly $16,184 on the stock. So I'm basically giving back all my premium and this is how I'm getting out at zero. So the difference between the cost basis is the cost basis is basically what the, you bought the shares for. Let me show you. This is what your broker shows you right here, right? The trade price. And if you bought it at multiple levels, uh, it says this is the average share price. And I, I bought right at different levels because I was selling more puts. It's a part of my rescue mission plan here. Um, anyhow, so this is where that is the 1597. And then the break even is if I would be willing to give back all the premium. Does this make sense, Robert? It, it, it does make sense. I, I think the confusion was around the, the term cost basis, and you're just using it to refer to your entry price, not your overall cost basis on the overall position. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, this way, yeah, for me, I, I keep it different as cost basis and break right. even. Cost basis is the share, and break even would be the overall position. Yeah. All right, Marcus, any any more thoughts? Uh, what are you doing? Week? Like, what are you going into next week? Holiday <sighs> trade. We get four Monday week. off, four days. I would week. love to, but you see the VIX right now, uh, the volatility index is at 14.74. I mean, Ugh. are you kidding me? It's killing for me premium. too, man. Huh? It's killing me too. I like VIX higher, so I have more movement. Uh, you see, no. for uh, for an option. This is low as we've been in a while. It is, it is. I, I mean, if you're if you're just looking back here, I can actually bring up a weekly chart, then you see how how bad it is. I, I mean, the last time we were at levels that low was uh, in February 2020 before the pandemic hit. Yeah. But yeah, it has been what now 16 months of uh, just low volatility, and this week is uh, pre-pandemic lows. It, it just shows you that the market is lulled in. Yes, we're making new all-time highs, but look at this. It's really, really small moves. I mean, Dennis, as I said, volatility is good as a trader, and volatility is good if you're selling premium on options. If you don't have volatility, I mean, there's not much premium. So I, I hope that I can pick up something here going into the long weekend, into the short trading week. But since the jobs report, I mean, everybody was waiting for this, hoping that uh, the jobs report would push the markets around. Uh, what's happening pre-market? Really nothing, right? Just pushing it up, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, we were moving higher, and it's just continuing to move higher. Really yeah. wasn't even, uh, <laughs> not even much of a dip on that, so. No, and, and this were honestly, I, I had hoped for a little bit of a dip. This would be great because selling puts is always best when it's going down. That's what I did on United. So I sold those puts. Let's go back to a, to a uh, daily chart here. I sold those on Monday when we had this, this down move here. So in order to sell puts, I, I need a stock to move down or the market to move down or something to move down. Right. So. All right. To learn more, hear more from Marcus, you can go to rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. Uh, he joins the show every Friday, and uh, we look forward to it every Friday. Marcus, have a good holiday. All right. You too. All righty. Take care. All right, let's do some ticker time. We got through. Our, we got through all of our news and everything. We didn't. Are, no, no earnings, right? Uh, no, no. We are we, we are really in the in the earnings doldrums. We're gonna have bank earnings in two weeks, but for the two weeks, when's the J.P. Morgan? I think I, I want to say the sixteenth. Let me. Yeah, or something. I looked that up the other day and I didn't write it down. Should we talk Wait. AMC and GameStop? We haven't Ooh. talked them for a while. What do you okay, think of you the chart? What do you think of the uh, charts on AMC and GameStop? They are quiet consolidation here. 
Whenever you're in a consolidation period, I've been, you know, I, you're, I've you're getting been, ready to resolve one way or I, another. I, I brought this up the other day. I'm in love with. I love. I can't look away from this AMC chart. I just can't look away. It's just. <laughs> it, it's just bunching. There's a bunching. battle between the bulls and the bears here right oh. now on AMC. A huge battle, and same thing with GameStop. You're tightening up. I mean, look at this GameStop in the last week and a half between 200. You know what's what's tight for GameStop. You know it's relative, right? But you know between 197 and 225. I mean, we are just tightening up above the 200, tightening up above the 50. Those are key, two key levels, Joel. 50 for AMC and 200 for GameStop. Thoughts, yeah. Concerns. Yeah. Yep. Um, consolidation. I get. I mean, overall trend is up, right? Mm-hmm. Still, that, that's that's good news. Yeah, um, I'd be keeping an eye on the uh, on this too. I, I I'll go with it. Uh, well, one ninety seven was a low. Another low was one ninety eight fifty. What we get to yesterday, two oh yeah. I'd say one ninety eight tr- trading range for now, and it's been a trading range since uh, June twenty first from one ninety seven to two twenty seven. You're bearing down on the lower part of the range. Uh, take out that one ninety seven. I, I think you get some good downside here to uh, to one eighty one. Got yeah. earnings. It never really recovered after earnings, and I guess. I guess that's good. That's what you're going to base the company on. Uh, AMC is quiet as well. Yeah. Uh, same here. Uh, just even tighter. I'd go with this low here. 51.05. We're at 53.45. Uh, so there's the bottom of the range there. And then I've been telling you all, uh, let's see if anybody in the chat can remember. Uh, even after all this craziness, I can't. I had one number and I stuck with the one number. And it's gone above it, it's gone below it, but it's turned out to be a hell of a number. Does anybody remember what that was? Spencer, I mean, AMC, AMC. Because you always tell me I'm too numbery, right? And I give one <laughs> You're number. You're numbery. I'll give one number and you can't even remember it, Dennis. You can't even write it down. I say I give you one number and a stock. One number <laughs> I give you. And you can't give you 50 on AMC. That's my number on no, AMC. No, that's a stupid Needs to hold number. 50. That's a stupid that's number. A stupid number. <laughs> that's a stupid number. What are you gonna <laughs> if it comes down to 50, you're gonna buy it? No, no I'm selling it short if it goes through 50. Oh <laughs> you're doing it wrong, Dennis. You're doing it wrong. You're I like selling it wrong. No trades here yet, but through that 50, you're doing it wrong. That could get ugly. Hey, it I needs to you. hold 50. Critical to hold 50. All GameStop right. hey. critical to hold that. I like your 196. Wait, wait, wait. GameStop's a little cleaner. Hold on, George. Chad pays attention. Joel said wait, there was a few numbers uh, in the $42 area. No, forget what? it. it I, I'm going to give you the one number at 9 a.m. Come over to premarketplus.com. Oh, the people oh, that God. care, Jesus the people Lord. that take notes, the people that want to make money and, and have a level in the stock are going to show up at 9, and I'm going to give them that number. If not, y'all can just... Dennis is selling at 50. He's covering at 50. Yeah, no trade yet, but if it starts to look like you, you know what my concern sh- here is with the meme stock trade is who's the buyers? Like who's the next round of buyers? If everybody's holding and everybody, you know, I watched somebody on CNBC, they called in on AMC on Fast Money last night and they said they're up five hundred percent in the stock and they're trying to add on dips and they're not intending on selling any. Who is the the buyers that are taking it up to a hundred? Because you know, you got Mitch in the chat saying it could go to a hundred. Who who's the buyers? And they're going to say the shorts, but it's been the same kind of short interest the whole way. It's not a huge amount of short interest. And second, how do we know with the short interest that it's not people aren't hedged there? How do you know you're not just long call short stock? 
Yeah. So, I mean, I've argued that point for a long time. You can look at short interest, but, you know, you, you don't know if there's hedging going on there, too. I don't know how many people, you know, are just sitting here with an open short position getting annihilated on it. I don't think a lot of people, I, de- I know I'm definitely not. But who's the next buy? What's the next wave to, to make it go to 100? Because the fundamental buyers are not coming in. There's no fundamental buyers that people are trading institutions. No, it's traders. all the people that missed out the first time are going to be chasing, chasing it this time. Why aren't they chasing it right now, though? It's been sitting here for it's like not, two it's weeks. It's not going up. I know. It's not going up, and everybody's still talking about it. Isn't that concerning? They're talking about it less, but they're trading it less. Look at the volume. Trading it less. Talking about it a little bit less. It's definitely being talked about less. It's not going up. And therefore, people people like to chase, man. You assume that everyone's like you. We're not all like you. Some people, <laughs> some people like to chase. Like I don't you. think anybody's like me. But uh, it, yeah, you're yeah, making my weird. point for me. I love you, Spencer. You're making my point for me. It's being talked about less. What is this? The, the driver for this AMC story is purely story. There's no fundamentals driving it. It's all story and hype. If that story starts to cool off, if that story starts to not be as hot as it once was, doesn't that mean the price could come in a bit? What about a good movie release with good movie okay, numbers? Okay, see, that's what I wanted. The you know next what? driver. Right. Maybe that is. That's Maybe that's the next That's driver. actually Space Jam coming which, out. Which brings up an interesting point because July, I think, it, is it July? I want to say it's July. This is about to be like one of the biggest months that – the biggest month that we've had since COVID. There, for, for whatever reason, the, the, the calendar was stacked up because we've had basically no good releases for the past few months, even though movies have been open. But the calendar is like stacked up now. We're purely in like summer blockbuster season. And there is like a big new release every single week for the next like four. And in some cases, more than one big release. Uh, I, I, so I had a list up the other day. I could bring it up now. Space Jam is one of them. But there's like a like a solid half dozen what I would call big release summer blockbuster movies in the next few weeks. It, so maybe that's the driver. Yep. Maybe that's going to be the story and that's going to be the driver going forward. I'm just going to say at this point in time, you're in Consolidation Station. It's like oh, place your okay. bets. Okay, Place so- your bets when you're in Consolidation. Mitch thinks it's going to 100. I don't know where it's going, but I'm saying if it starts going down below 50, I think it could be at 40 very quickly. So I like to go with, you know, I don't short rocket ships, but when momentum breaks and story starts to break, that's when it gets more interesting. GameStop below 195 and AMC below 50 would be a short signal for a lot of traders out there. I'm not one of them. I'm maybe not even going to trade on this because it's a wild stock and I'm doing different stuff. And this is just, you know, speculative, you know, very, very speculative. But I'm just saying if you're sitting on 500% profits here, you bought this thing at $10 back in May and it's $53 and it starts to breach that 50, I think you'll have a few people that are like, "Uh, I don't want to start giving back those profits. I think you'll bang out some sellers. So I think it's a very crowded long, to be honest with you. I do. I think AMC is a very crowded long. Okay. So just be careful is all I'm saying. If you're sitting on huge profits in here, I would be careful. That's my word of caution. Not saying it's going to zero. Not saying it's going back to 10. But I'm saying if you start to go below 50, you're going to spook a lot of longs. I'm, I'm talking big franchises. All right. We got July 9th, right? We got a Mar- the next Marvel, Black Widow. Okay. A week later, July 16th, we got Space Jam. Um a week later, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, there, there's more in August, though. There, there's more. Here, let me go to August here. I'm looking at the box office mojo. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, August 6th, Suicide Squad, another big franchise. 
Okay, so Spencer's long. He likes the Mitch call to 100, apparently. Joel, what is your call? I didn't say MC? that. I'm saying, buddy, talking about We're making Mitch. bets. We're making side bets here. Right, I think right, it sees right. 40 be- before it sees. I'll, I'll propose a lunch bet to you. Okay. Here. okay. Spencer or Joel. Yeah, I'll let you guys do this one. Go for it. Joel's sitting out on this one. Go for it. Too much controversy. Everybody's going to send me hate emails over the weekend. Yeah, here send if them I to talk Dennis. About AMC. My ex partner. I go, I'm my expert. <laughs> Spencer's trying to talk me off talking bearish. He's scared for me. But I'm just saying. Bro, propose, think, a, propose a, a terms. Let's go. Yeah, let's, I'm going to say I think it's he's 40. It's 53 and a half right now. So what's uh, 13 and a half on that? 40 before 67. I'll, t- I'll take you and, and, and uh, we'll do the donut by bet. By when? Krispy, for a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. By, by when? Forever? No, no, it's it's forty before. There's no time limit. It's forty or sixty-seven. It's a, 40, it's a binary bet. Uh, well, so you got your your you win at sixty-seven. I win at forty. Okay, I'll take that bet. Okay, we got a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts here. Mitch is Mitch is on the record. He's writing it down. I'm I, going with forty. You're Wait, going with Krispy Kreme donuts. Hey, how do you get Krispy Kreme donuts in here? Because this oh, is Krispy Kreme Donut Week. Dennis is, is just wanting some donuts, man. He's been wanting donuts all week. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis donuts. And you know like... what? If I win the bet, maybe I'll eat them live on the show. But Wait. I only want the glazed ones, the lighter ones. No, no. Ones. The lighter ones maybe take. Do you have Krispy Kreme in Canada? Yeah, Dennis, they're going to kick I think they got rid of them all. They they're going to kick you out of Canada. <laughs> if you we had the Krispy Kreme lineup in Windsor. When that thing opened, it was lined up around the block. Three months later, there was no cars in the driveway. <laughs> you know why? Because everyone, their average customer goes two and a half times a year. Well, yeah, that, and, and and they all go to Tim Hortons in Canada. <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> so. <laughs> I just want to hold. People hour are mad, but you know this is what makes a market. So we're made a side bet. I have no position in AMC. This Me neither. say I'm talking. I have no position in AMC. I have no trade in it. There's no trade here. Um, so we just, just made mention, a side bet for fun. But I mention I'm, I'm all a little those... concerned on the chart. Two of the three big movies there are will be on HBO Max. So Chris mentioning in the chat, that kind of could offset it. But what I'm thinking is there's just been so long that everyone's been thinking the movies are going to suck, right, in their ticket <laughs> in their ticket sales, right? And so if that can turn around, wouldn't that change around that story? Maybe. So that's, that's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. We haven't had any really good box office numbers since, since they all reopened. So maybe that changes in the next month, month and a half. Uh, my point, to, which, which Mitch brought up, was that we actually have reason to think maybe the box office numbers turn around this year because we've got a couple of big franchises that are uh, coming out. Okay. Uh, 858, any final thoughts, either of you? Sure. Before, I got yeah. some final thoughts here. Okay. Go. Well, uh, my final thought is, well, we, we hit that target that I mentioned uh, at uh, 24 and a quarter. Uh, that's just a lazy target that I used. Uh, if if you want to trade the average daily range on this and you just think that, hey, we're finally going to have a, a, a expanded range day, then we could go to 46.50, uh, 43.46.50. So that, that would be a hell of a move. That's another 20 points. I kind of don't think I'll be running out and buying the calls based on that. Um, hopefully get some kind of pullback in our day. We've had about a, what, 17-point range. Maybe if we can pull back to uh, mid-range or something, that's probably like around 15, 16, maybe lower risk buy. But uh, let's take out that pre-market high and uh, keep going. So I'm going to let uh, Dennis uh, – 
I'm going to let you uh, take it from here. Uh, we're going to give that one and only AMC number uh, at 9 a.m. at premarketprep.com. So we'll see you guys in a little bit. What are your final 50. thoughts? 50 is important for it to hold. No, Joel said that's a stupid number. I, I think it's a smart number. That's why we have a market. You know, yeah. we have somebody thinks it's, it's a buy, somebody thinks it's a sell, somebody thinks it's a smart number, somebody thinks it's a stupid number. I think AMC needs to hold 50. Holds 50. Um, the Bulls are still in control until it loses 50. Hey. Then it gets interesting. GameStop 195. 40, be- 40 before 67. There it is. I wrote it in my That's my hand. Right there. For 40. the dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, just the light glazed ones, because I intend to eat them all on camera. How how do I get them to you if I lose? I can't I can't just mail you ship them to me. You Can put you- them in a box and you, know, you overnight it to me. You have one day shipping Amazon. Amazon those things to me. I don't know. All I right. know this because there's no Krispy Kreme. We'll figure it out. So we don't know when the bet is going to be paid. It might be years from now. Maybe it'll just trade in that range from 50 to 60 for the next two years, and we don't have to worry about that. The borders are going to open, Spencer. The borders are going to open. Yeah, but you you live in like the Yukon, so I <laughs> did move a long ways away. <laughs> I can't get to you. There's no snow outside anymore. That's a good thing. The ice left the water. So, do All you right. have paved roads? I don't even know if you have paved roads where you live. <laughs> there is paved roads. All right, that's good. Right, we're, we got. And if you go a little farther north, there's not. But that's what I thought. A little. Farther. All right. So, final thoughts here. Yeah. We're entering holiday trade. We got the big jobs number. It's going to be a very quiet week next week. Um, you know, you're going to see little stories, obviously, like space that are going to be, you know, get a lot of trading action. But with the VIX at 14, as Marcus was pointing out, it's quiet in the trading room here right now. I don't expect that to change next week. You literally, I looked at the earnings calendar for next week. Oh. There is basically nothing. There, there, there's nothingness. Levi Strauss is next week. That's Welcome the- to the abyss of nothingness. So nothing scheduled. We'll get some fireworks, maybe DD. And, you know, there's a few fun things to trade, but yeah. For the most part, it's going to be a very quiet week. If you're looking at taking a day or two off, next week is the week to do that, in my opinion. So right. I'm expecting nothingness. Well, we will be here regardless. Dennis, Hold on. Did Dennis just say we can have the day off, Spencer? Well, he said we could have Monday off. I don't know if we can get the rest of the week. Do I get Monday off? Yes, hey, markets yes. are open. You they don't usually Monday give me off. any days off. You get Monday off, Dennis. We, I we take off. Monday off. Woo, three-day weekend. What do they do on CNBC? Woo, woo. Is that what they three thirty three thirty three? Yeah, they all go woo woo. Okay, woo Ric Flair leaving you with Ric Flair. Woo! All right, all right. See you. Okay, speaking of the jobs number, let me bring on uh, Benzinga's newest contributing writer, Sam Corey, to break it down for us here. Uh, I've been trying to look into the report a little bit in the last half hour during the show, but Sam has no doubt been able to look at it closer than I have. Sam, good morning. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Spencer. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the jobs number here. Uh, one thing that jumped out to me right off the bat is um, I was looking at in- individual segments, right? And uh, 343,000 increase in uh, the leisure and hospitality sector and almost or more than half of that number was in food services, basically restaurants and bars. Um, that jumped out to me. What jumped out to you from the report? No, that's exactly it. I mean, okay. you kind of hit the nail on the head. Leisure, hospitality, food and beverage, like these sectors are coming back really, really strong. Um, you saw 850,000 jobs added in June. Um, that was a really good number. And you've had pretty high averages. Um, I think the biggest takeaway kind of like macro looking at this is that this is a really, really fast sort of um, growth in the economy. It's a fast sort of coming back um, to somewhat pre-pandemic normal 
Um, and it's much, much faster than the previous recession, particularly. So the last recession, um, the Great Recession, took about six years to accomplish um, essentially what is predicted to be uh, being accomplished in two years uh, today. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. So, okay. So explain, I'm trying to like wrap my head around this labor market here because uh, I, I think I saw that the labor participation rate was unchanged. In other words, the number, while we gained 800,000 uh, jobs last month, the number of long-term unemployed also went up. Can you give it like paint an overall point of view as to like where we are? I know we are, there's still a job shortage from where we were pre-COVID by a couple hundred thousand, right? But what, can you just paint an overall picture for us of this job market? Yeah, the, this is a really complicated and just sticky sort of thing that's happening. I mean, we've never, ha- I mean, it's been a hundred years since we've had sort of a pandemic kind of like the one that we've had now. Yep. Um, and the fiscal stimulus is different this time. Right. So we're looking at a very different economy. Um, structurally, it is changing. Um, and so it's really hard to get sort of a good understanding of what's going on. You're right that the unemployment rate essentially remained unchanged. I mean, it's at 5.9% this month. The previous month, it was at 5.8%. So um, there's not a whole lot of change there. Essentially, you know, when I talk to economists, they are, you know, relatively cheery. They think things are going at a good clip. Um, they are, a lot of them are pretty pleased uh, with the fiscal stimulus, that, with the sort of um, uh, recovery package that, that came from uh, the Biden administration. Um, but it's really difficult to tell, like, things outside of that. Um, it's It's hard to make future predictions. Uh, although wages are going up, and I just talked to um, economist Joe Bruselas, excuse me, um, who said that, uh, you know, they're expecting a, a strong increase in average hourly earnings of 3.6% per year. So uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, average, hour, yeah, yeah, 3.6. On, so that's, basically what, that's basically what we got, wasn't it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we came in, I think, I think a smidge below that number. So, yeah. okay. Um, oh, I'm gonna catch up in chat here. No, no, okay. So, okay, so we got this jobs number out of the way. Uh, it was greater than expected. A lot of jobs being added to leisure, hospitality. Uh, obviously, wage growth is going up. You, you, we all see it anecdotally. Um, but you and I were talking about this yesterday, and um, you kind of just mentioned a little bit. So there, we only, <laughs> there, there's basically, if I'm to understand one thing here, it is that even economists are not quite sure how much we can trust numbers right now. Right. Right. Uh, there was um, essentially a report done by the Harvard business review that essentially said that, yeah, the survey data is still a little bit um, tricky. It's a little bit sketchy and the white house Essentially, the White House uh, Council on Economic Advisors sort of um, regurgitated that information. So, yeah, th- there's still things that we're, we're trying to figure out. Um, there's still data that we're trying to collect. Um, it's a yeah, it's just a weird time. Um, so many people are still uh, on remote work or at least um, it's at 14.4 percent, according to the, the recent report this morning. Um, that's actually down a little bit uh, from 16.6% in May uh, of, of folks who are just working from home. 
but yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird. It's tricky. It's complicated, and we're still waiting to get more information. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, who was uh, JD Jordan said we need Sam's Twitter handle or phone number. Well, we're not gonna give her phone number, but are you, what's your Twitter handle, Sam? I don't actually. Know. Yeah, it's Sam underscore H underscore Corey. I'm a little bit new to, to put Twitter, it, but that's put it, uh, put it at Sam underscore. What is it? Sam H underscore Corey. So, no, it's Sam, Sam. Like, there's two underscores. I think that, that was the only way I was able to do it. Sam underscore underscore Corey? No, no, no. Sam underscore H underscore Corey. Ah, like that. Okay. Just like that on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, oh, and a great question from Pamela Brown. Uh, I didn't see I didn't, didn't see this, uh, so maybe you can help me out here. But what, what kind of revisions did we have for the past couple of months? Uh, that's a good question that I also have to look into. Okay. I'm, there's always, we know there's always revisions. Um, I would imagine they were revised higher only cause we missed, I believe we missed the last two months in a row. We missed for May, we missed for April. So I would assume that they revised those numbers higher. Um, generally I, I found it, and this is just my general observation. I don't mm-hmm. have to back this up, but generally speaking, if the number was better than estimate, then better than estimates, then it gets revised lower. And if it missed, it gets revised higher um, after the fact. That's that's my general observation of, of this, but I don't have any number to back that up. Um, okay. Yes. Any any final thoughts for us, Sam, on this number, on other numbers that you're seeing, on other things? You're, you're talking to economists all the time here. This is sort of your sandbox. So what else are you seeing out there that that that, that is on your radar? Um, just that, you know, from the economists I'm speaking to, they're saying that households are in a pretty good spot. Um, a lot have of course been saving a lot of money. Um, and you should see material evidence of people venturing out and doing things that they haven't done for a long time. You did see interestingly in 2020, a rise in startups. Um, you know, there could be another, another rise in 2021. Uh, we don't know yet, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my mind. All right, Sam Corey has been Zinga's newest contributing writer. There is his Twitter handle up on the screen, at Sam underscore H underscore Corey. You can find his articles on Benzinga. Sam, thanks a lot. Talk to you again. Thanks so much, Spencer. I'm going to go have my second cup of coffee. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.